0: Welcome to the Still Worthy Podcast, the safe and empowering haven for people like you and me, single, child-free women looking to embrace our unique path, celebrate our freedom and independence, and live our best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling, and kick-ass life. I'm your host and sister friend, Sanja Lioness Mackey, here to guide you on this incredible journey that redefines womanhood and acknowledges your work irrespective of your marital and family status. Let's get this party started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Still Worthy, the go-to platform for discussions around the single child-free lifestyle. If you haven't had a chance yet to listen to earlier episodes, please do. You'll learn a little bit more about me, about why I chose to start this podcast, and about what I hope to accomplish through it. So today girl I want to talk to you about not living the as soon as life. So what is that exactly? Well I'm gonna tell you about that in a minute but first let's talk a little tea which means I want to gab with you for a bit about some recent occurrences that have been on my mind. So I made a post on social media recently and was also talking in a clubhouse room about single women and one of The women on social media and a man in the clubhouse room, they were both talking about how being single is a choice. But the way they said it implied that whatever negative impacts or consequences there are to being single, that's on us as single women because we made that choice. And I responded back, wait a minute, hold on now. <laughs> okay. Is it really a conscious choice to be single if you haven't met the right person yet? I mean, what would you have a woman do exactly? Ignore her standards and her desires and marry anybody just to have somebody? Yeah, there's choice involved for sure, but it's a choice to avoid marrying the wrong person so as not to become The miserable woman who gets the gold star, the societal gold star, but really is utterly unhappy and dying inside because she's with the wrong partner. But hey, at least she's married, right? At least she's got a ring on it. At least she has the approval of society and the patriarchy and the church. Nah, sis, we're we're not doing that. We are not doing that. We're not going to marry anybody just to have somebody. Okay, And so I had that discussion in the rooms and you might imagine how that went. And I'll be talking more about some of those conversations and a lot of the things that come out of them. Some of the stereotypes that I'm faced with that I that I hear talked about. I'll be bringing those to the forefront. We'll be talking about those on the podcast. But suffice it to say, I am always going to take a stand in support of single child free women. Then in a Facebook group I was in. A woman proceeded to tell me that based on my situation, I was childless, not child free. I said, whoa, whoa, hold on, Missy. (laughs) Like my mom used to say, she used to call me Missy, Missy and Miss (laughs) Ann, which is not my name at all. But I said, hold on now, Missy. I know you feel the need to stick me in a box and categorize me, but you don't get to decide how I define myself. I decide how I will define myself. I choose what I will call myself and I will never choose to call myself childless. And then I explained the reasons for that in an earlier episode when I talked about why I choose the word child free over childless. As a woman living in a world where society, the patriarchy and even the church spouts rhetoric designed to make me as a single and childfree woman feel less than the hell I'm going to claim that word, claim a word that has less in it and wear it like some mantle. Nah, sis, we're not doing that either. Okay. I have a choice in how I define myself and what I choose to call myself. And nobody, nobody, not even Missy from the group, okay, can take that choice away from me, period. Okay. All right, so I just want to kind of get that out the way and get that off my chest. Let's talk about the as soon as life, because that's really what I wanted to talk to you about today, girl. Okay, that is a choice. Now, let me explain something to you. There's a phenomena known as destination addiction. I see it a lot in the travel community. People think that where they are, life essentially sucks. I guess it sucks. Okay, and if they can just get to X destination life will be better. Like when I was uh, maybe a young adult, Atlanta was the place to be. Everybody in their mama and daddy was trying to get to Atlanta. If they could just get to Atlanta, life would be better. And of course, there's always been New York and Los Angeles, you know, where dreams come true. People figured, oh, if I could just get to Los Angeles, if I could get to New York, I'm going to be a star. My life is going to be better. Things are going to change. During the pandemic, it seemed like Everybody was trying to get to Mexico, okay? When they could kind of do some traveling and even when travel was a little on the light side still, Mexico was where it was. Everybody was trying to get there, okay? Problems would go away, the clouds would part, the storms would stop, life would be infinitely better if they could just get to X destination. But often people do that and life is not better. And they're like, "Well, what happened? What what happened?" I thought when I got to X destination, my problems would go away. And when they don't, sometimes they look at other destinations. OK, like L.A. didn't work. Let me try New York. New York doesn't work. Let me get on to Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't work. Let me try Florida. OK, and they relocate again, essentially becoming addicted to moving to various destinations, thinking life will always be better than where they are, better anywhere than where they are. And perhaps they do find whatever it is that they're looking for. But many times they don't because it was never about what was going on in the destination. It was about what was going on inside of them. So no matter where they went, they continue to experience the same issues, the same problems, because, well, wherever you go, you take yourself with you. There's a similar phenomena known as destiny addiction. And it's when people become addicted to the possibilities of the future. How many times have you heard yourself say things will get better, that you'll be happier, that you enjoy life more as soon as you get married, as soon as you get the bills paid off, as soon as the business starts making X amount of money, as soon as you retire, as soon as Friday gets here, as soon as you start vacation, as soon as you start working again, As soon as that income tax refund check gets in, as soon as something is always going to happen, something good is always going to happen as soon as I call that the as soon as life. Because you're always going to be happier as soon as some event occurs, as soon as some circumstance changes, as soon as some person appears or does something specific or different. But inherent in that statement is the fact that you aren't happy right now and you won't be until you start living that as soon as life. We do a version of that even on a smaller, almost more insidious scale that sometimes we aren't even aware of. We save things for some point in the future when it will feel more appropriate or worthwhile to use them. We save the good china for when company visits or for holidays or other special occasions. We save the good candles for special occasions and particularly stressful days. We save the good lingerie for special occasions with a partner. We save the good perfume. We save the good jewelry. No matter what it is, we save the, quote, good things for a more appropriate time in the future to enjoy them. Typically, some special occasion, some event, some holiday, some point in the future, some time in the future where we deem things more worthwhile, a more worthy circumstance of enjoying those things or perhaps We feel that we ourselves aren't worthy enough to enjoy those things right now on our own. And I get it. I get it, girl. I get it because I used to be the same way. I'm almost embarrassed to share this, but I used to save my, this is when I was younger now, this is many years ago, not now. Okay. I used to save my good clothes for when I was in relationships. Now that didn't mean that I dressed shabby as a single woman, but somehow in my mind, I had rationalized that my relationship partners, you know, when a potential Mr. Right arrived on the scene, that then I could pull out and wear the good clothes, the good jewelry, the good perfume, the good lingerie, the good stuff. And I had rationalized that he was worthy of seeing me at my best, totally neglecting and forgetting the fact that above everyone else, I myself am worthy of my best. But do you know what else happens sometimes? Sometimes I would save the good clothes, the good stuff. And by the time I pulled it out, you know, a potential Mr. Right was on the scene. I found that. I couldn't wear the clothes. They were too big. They were too small. They were out of fashion or they were damaged. Like the time that my clothing and storage was ruined by mold, even though I was paying 200 and something dollars a month for a climate controlled unit. Here I was saving these things for the perfect time for a partner, someone to arrive on the scene who was worthy of seeing me in these great clothes forgetting that I myself was worthy of enjoying these things. And I had saved them for nothing because they were ruined. The clothes in the storage unit were ruined. I I saved them for nothing when I could have been enjoying them all along. When I myself could have been enjoying them. I had to decide that I was worthy of wearing my best clothes. I was worthy of eating off the good dishes, even if I was just eating cereal or a sandwich. I was worthy of wearing the good lingerie without needing a partner in bed beside me. I was worthy of wearing the good perfume and the good jewelry to Walmart if I wanted to, to Target if I wanted to. I was worthy of burning the good candles every doggone night of the week if I wanted to. I was worthy all on my own and for no good reason at all, except that it was what I wanted. I didn't need anybody else to justify or validate my worthiness. All I had to do was remind myself that I am worthy of every good, wonderful, beautiful, and amazing thing in this world. Period. Period, sis. Now, here's another thing that people do sometimes. Sometimes the opposite concept is at play. And sometimes it's not about the as soon as life where we are looking toward the future for the best of life, sometimes we get stuck in the past and we believe that the best in life has already happened and that it can't get any better than what we currently have. Thus, we should stay where we are. We should keep what we have. We should keep doing what we're doing and we should make the most of the current situation because there's no hope for something better in the future. And we see this play out a lot in relationships and jobs. People hold on to things that in actuality are not good for them or that are no longer working for them, but they think it's the best they'll ever have. So they hold on to it long past the point that they should have let it go. I have a friend who purchased a loaf of bread one time that she wanted to try. It was the expensive bread, you know, like the Ezekiel kind of bread, the, the Dave's bread. okay, And it was different. It was more expensive than what the bread that she usually buys. Okay, and one morning was quite busy and she ended up burning two slices of toast that she made with the bread. And so because it was the expensive bread, because it was the good bread, she proceeded to try to scrape off, you know, the burnt pieces off the toast to make it more edible. But then she stopped herself because she realized she was exhibiting a lack and scarcity and poverty mindset. She said to herself, I'm worth more than two burnt pieces of toast. And she chucked them in the trash and she proceeded to take two new pieces of that expensive bread and make some new toast. How many times have you done something like that, sis? Settled for less right now because you think the best is either in the future or the best has already happened. How many times have you succumbed to a lack, scarcity and poverty mindset? We're not doing that either. We're not doing that either. Okay. I want you to stop hoarding and hanging on to something that isn't working, believing it's the best you'll ever have. I want you to stop saving things for some point in the future when you feel that you'll be more worthy of enjoying it. I want you to stop postponing joy until some unknown time in the future. I want you to stop waiting until a specific event happens or a certain person starts acting right or Mr. Right enters your life, and arrives on the scene before you choose to be happy. It's about an expansive, abundant, and luxurious mindset and approach to life. This is not the best you'll ever have. This is not the last good hand candle, the last good relationship, the last good sheets, the last good bread you will ever have. You don't have to settle for the cheap stuff. The stuff that's bad for you, the stuff that doesn't serve you, the stuff that you're better than, like two burnt pieces of toast. There's more good stuff to come in your life so you can afford to enjoy the good things right now. Okay, do you you hear what I'm saying? You can enjoy the good things right now. You can make moves that serve you versus making moves where you are settling or where you are postponing joy, happiness, and fulfillment until sometime in the future. And you know what? You don't have to do anything special to deserve this type of abundant lifestyle, this type of abundant mindset. You deserve it simply because you exist, simply because you are the daughter of a king, and the good stuff is your inheritance. You have to know your own value and worth. After God, your most important relationship is with yourself. It sets the tone for every other relationship in your life. And once you realize your own value and worth and you start caring yourself accordingly, girl, it's going to touch everything in your life. Everything. You are so beautiful and powerful and you are so worthy right now on your own of living the good life. Today is special. You are special and the best of your life is right here, right now. Make the choice to accept it. And that's all you need to do to start living with more joy, peace, freedom, and fulfillment. So, you know, every time I do a podcast, I try to leave you with a thought or an action. Something that you can do that is going to shift you. I want you to ask yourself the question, what can you do right now? to choose to be happy? What choice can you pull from the future? Something that you have put off into the future. How can you pull it back into the present so that you can enjoy the gift of the present right now? Let me say that again. So you can enjoy the gift of the present right now. What can you let go of in your past? What can you move away from because it no longer serves you? And you were just holding on to it because you thought the best of your life had already happened, that nothing else was out there for you, that you would never have better than what you have right now. I want you to choose happiness right here, right now. I want you to choose you right here, right now. Okay. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. And I hope that there was something in there somewhere that connected with you and resonated with you, girl, because I want to see you living your best, happiest, most fearless, fulfilling and kick ass life. You are always going to hear me talk about that. Stay with me, girl. Stay with me on this podcast. Stay with me wherever I go, whatever I do, whatever rooms I'm in on social media, whatever platforms I'm on, because I am always going to seek to build you up, to lift you up, to encourage you, to inspire you, to motivate you. You ask anybody that's in my sphere, that's in my ecosystem, that's in my world, and they will tell you, girl, you can't hang around Sanja and not be better. You can't hang around Sanja and not be lifted up. You can't hang around Sanja and not start to move with more confidence, more self-worth, more self-esteem. Girl, you're going to straighten up your back. You're going to straighten your crown. You're going to start moving like that, like a queen, like the queen that you are. Trust me on that. Okay. All right, look, let me shut it down before before I start getting on a tangent. You can almost tell when my voice changes, and you can almost tell, uh oh, here she go. She getting ready to get on the soapbox. Okay. All right. So let me get ready to close this down. And the next time I want to talk about dining alone. I read an article on that today and a woman was talking about it, and she felt some kind of way about going out and dining alone, which I actually find very empowering. And I'm not talking about going in and sit me at the bar, sit me at a table in the back, you know, where nobody can really see me. Uh, in fact, give me takeout and I'll just take it home and go home. No, 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 no. Give me the best table in the house. Give, give me the table where everybody can see me. Give me waiter service. Sit me down and serve me. Okay, because I am worthy of that too. I'm worthy of the full table service life. So we're going to talk about that next time. All right. So join me then. And until then, you have a great rest of the week. I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the Worthy podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode shared with family and friends who would enjoy and benefit from these insightful and increasingly relevant conversations. Follow us on social media to connect with an amazing community of single child-free women and visit stillworthywomen.com to work with me, travel with me and other single child-free women and stay abreast of projects I'll be launching soon just for you. I hope today's topic encouraged you to view your lifestyle with a fresh, exciting, and empowering new perspective. And I can't wait to have you join me for the next episode. Until then, Remember that your life choices are valid. Your journey is beautiful and your worth is immeasurable.